the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Those opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in, we'll chat, and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. ACDC to rock your Monday morning. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Show dedicated to getting you to retirement. You listen, I'll try to give you one, two, maybe three, four, five ideas a day that weren't taught in high school or college, and they should be. Getting you to retirement is super important. One of the ways I do outreach is local events, and um, they're kind of infotainment. Uh, fast and easy and digestible. Um, Retirement Income and Strategies and Estate Planning Seminar coming up this Saturday in Palo Alto, May 20th, uh, from 9 to 11 at the Elk Lodge. Elk Lodge is super easy to get to. You worry about parking? There's no worry about parking. They've got tons of parking. In the afternoon, we're doing the Investing for Your First Million, kind of a Money 101 kind of thought in Palo Alto. Um, You can sign up for either or event at Rob Black Show, Rob Black Show, um, and there's more information about both of them there. To get in for free, use the code RADIO25. It's RADIO25. Both are filling up fast, so do your best. Joining me now to talk a little about his side of the event, CFP Chad Burton. Mr. Burton, good morning, good day. Retirement, retirement income strategies and estate planning. Uh, tell me a little bit more, and um, let's talk about how retirement income has changed in the last 20-plus years uh, I always feel like cars get updated every five years, like with crazy new features. Right. I would imagine retirement income planning does as well. Yeah, I mean, a little bit is you really actually have to be a little bit more active as an investor or even a financial planner when it comes to clients that are retired because, you know, the dividend rate on the S&P 500 since, say, 1993 um, isn't all that different. In 1993, the dividend yield on the S&P 500 was 2.7%, so it's you know, about a half a percent under that these days. But the biggest issue is that the 10-year Treasury back then, Rob, was paying 6.6%. And as we talk about this, we're under 2.5% on the 10-year Treasury. So in terms of bonds, when people retire, they're getting about a third of the income that they used to 23-plus years ago. So that's an issue, and it it creates the idea that you have to look at alternatives to bonds, be more active in 
peeling off the gains in your stocks on a quarterly basis to replenish the cash that you have set aside. Uh, you've got to be, you know, the importance of Social Security planning um, is more important than ever, even though there's less strategies to capitalize on. Um, and, you know, people are living longer, and the tax situation and the healthcare situation is more complicated for retirees than ever before. It's interesting that you say the word complicated because I don't think a lot of people put the two together. Um, a lot of people are kind of like, I'll figure it out when I get there. Um, it's not so easy to figure out. There's not a, a good website. Maybe there's a good website, but I don't know it. But are retirees leaning more towards stocks than bonds these days? And what about some of these healthcare choices, you know, that are confused? And where do you go to find a good answer? Um, well, you got to start for the healthcare choices. I mean, you got to start doing your homework, um, you know, well in advance of, of 65 because there's a there's a deadline to sign up for Medicare without getting penalized for the rest of your life. And you can put that off and, and avoid that penalty if you're still working and covered by a group plan. Um, but the process of picking your Medicare supplement plan it takes a while. Um, I will say that a lot of clients that end up using Kaiser in retirement are, are fairly happy with it. Um, uh, but in terms of you know which doctors you go to and what prescription drugs you need and you know are you going to travel outside of the U.S. It takes a while, so you want to start that process at least three or four months before you turn 65. Um, so find out. You can go to Medicare.gov and find out you know more about the deadlines and things like that. In terms of retirees leaning more towards stocks than bonds, I mean, yeah, you, you get a point where you're getting 2.2, 2.5% on the 10-year treasury with the idea that rates go up. Um, that's why people like Warren Buffett are saying, you know, stocks versus the 30-year treasury. The 30-year bond is a silly uh, argument for somebody that's younger. But when people are older, they need some cushion against market volatility. They need some constant income because they're retired. So you, you do need some bonds. Um, unfortunately, a lot of people are looking at stocks that have dividend yields of over 4% as bond alternatives, not realizing that when there's a debt issue, which happens about every 10 to 15 years, um, or when there's a rapid increase in interest rates, like in 2013 when we had that taper tantrum, that those types of stocks can get hammered about 20% in a very short period of time. So stocks are never bond alternatives, and that's when people think need to realize. But at the same time, you get a lot of growth out of stocks in the long term. You get dividend achiever stocks that always increase their dividends. Even when the market's down, you get paid to wait, and your income can go up when you're getting paid to wait through a difficult market cycle. So people do need to learn more about how volatility works, embrace volatility, um, and kind of get comfortable with it because you can't just go you know, 60%, 70% bonds, 30% stocks like maybe your grandparents did. That's not going to work for the next 20 years. We've got about two to three minutes left. We've got a big event coming up this weekend, Saturday. You're going to be hosting the first event. I'm going to be running the second event, Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning. People can sign up at newfocusfinancial.com, newfocusfinancial.com. It's from 9 to 11, use the code RADIO25. Mine is from uh, the afternoon, 1 to 3, investing for your first million in Palo Alto. Um, wrapping up with you, how can people in the Bay Area prepare for retirement if they have a ton of money or a ton of equity is a better way of saying it? in their home versus in their investment accounts. Yeah, and this is a difficult one because I think, I mean, you and I both in 2006 and seven were 
I mean, the writing was on the wall because if you could fog a mirror, you could get a loan, and the, the prices were absolutely ridiculous. This is more of a cash-fueled, um, interesting, low-rate environment um, that's pushing the prices up. Uh, so you can't say, oh, yeah, there's going to be a significant correction right around the corner. You could say, oh, more than likely, pr- prices will have to level out. Um, you got to run models assuming that it's less than think. If you're going to have to sell your home in the Bay Area and move elsewhere in order to afford to retire... You need to come up with a plan now, right now, and you need to run models. It's like if you're going to retire in five or six years, run models assuming less than you think. Take your current value that you think you could sell your home for and knock off 20% plus any real estate commissions, assuming you get forced to sell on, let's say, the bottom of a bad market cycle or an earthquake or something else, and figure out if you can still afford to retire in a different area where you think you can go. Um, and then the other option is is that do you lock in to that area now? Maybe you, you know where you want to live in five, six, seven years, and you want to get a low rate on a very low-cost mortgage right now, and you have excess cash flow. Maybe you buy a house there now, run it out for a while as a, a way to diversify your asset base and your cash flow. Um, you know, there's a lot of different right answers depending on your situation, and so you, you need to start modeling it right now and be very conservative on the prices. Okay, I'm with you. Anything else that we need to hit while I got you for the last minute? Yeah, and I think that you, um, you know, with within that five to ten year period that of retirement, learning how to transition from wealth accumulation to wealth distribution and living off your portfolio, it's key, and that's what we're going to cover on Saturday. You can find CFP Chad Burton do you on your show today. Sir, from two o'clock to three o'clock here on. AM 1220 KDOW. He does a show on Mondays and Tuesdays. You could also note that he will be live in person with me in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge coming up on the 20th, which is take a look at the clock five days from now. You can find us at Rob Black Show. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. Use the code radio25 when signing up. You get an absolutely free. A lot more information there. Check it out at newfocusfinancial.com. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Some 200,000 computers crippled worldwide by last week's mammoth ransomware attack could be only the tip of the iceberg. An untold number of other infected machines could still be waiting to be discovered, ultimately. Um, there's a good website that has free malware detector called Malwarebytes that I use. <laughs> In no way, shape, or form am I saying that that's going to protect you. But you have to have something on your machine. 
Um, this is a big... A lot of computers are going to get hacked today. So my best advice is have some sort of, not antivirus, but malware detector. Scan your computer on a regular basis, ladies and gentlemen, or you will get disappointed with um, what happens to your files over time. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Don't ever be shy. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. 800-516-1220. It's 800 800- 516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Money, investing, and more. Um, some of the top stories of the day that I think we should explore ever so slightly, um, and not get too serious and caught up into it, is the oil market. Oil market is heating up. Um, the oil market... Or, <clears throat> It had a big run for many, many years. It got $150 a barrel. Pretty crazy. Pretty overdone. Um, then it kind of fell apart. And it started to stabilize. Stabilize. I just made up a board. It's Monday. It started to stabilize at How $70 a share. I know it's kind of cute. Um, and then, and then it fell apart and then it went to $40 a barrel, $35 a barrel, $30 a barrel, $28 a barrel. And then it stabilized and went back up. Oil's a big thing. We consume it. It's a tax in our life. If gas is at $4, we need gas. If gas is at $3, we need gas. One's going to save us 33% in travel costs. One's going to cost us more in travel costs. So we work with that, so to speak. Um, And it affects our economy. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Oil surged today after Saudi Arabia and Russia made an agreement. Um... Which, for the record, if no one watched Saturday Night Live this weekend, you have to watch Saturday Night Live from this weekend. I think it was the best episode of the season. Um, there were so many good skits. So many good skits. Uh, pie or cake? Pie or cake? Um, but on top of it, Haim was a great musical guest, debuting two new songs. And uh, Esther, the one sister, uh, who is, how shall we not say easy on the eyes, but she makes great faces when she's playing the bass, So, and thus she becomes the most beautiful woman on the planet. Uh, Este was up to Este type of stuff. Anyway, um, I digress. So oil's strongest run of gain since December has cushioned the stock market recently. Um, there was a last-minute test by North Korea. There's a cyber attack out there. Dun, dun, dun. You get Angela Merkel getting a victory with conservatives in a regional election in Germany. Uh, France has put their election kind of behind them at this point in time, and it went well for the conservatives. Um, the stay in um, the EU kind of crowd, i.e. don't rock the apple cart. And I understand, I've never seen an apple cart, and if I saw one, I'd probably rock it. Um, there's a lot of people looking at China in the United States right now, and everyone is apathetic. We are so due for a correction of 10-20% because no one's expecting it right now. And everyone's like, well, the market's going higher. I'm going to put money in my 401k. And I'm going to start thinking about 4th of July and 
Holy mackerel, look at that. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about money, investing, and more. Um, hmm. ESPN has announced Sports Center right now, Sports Center at the half. So major changes to the programming lineup and talent roster. So I bring that up because I think for years ESPN kind of had this turnkey business model. America loves sports highlights. And I remember being a young kid. And some of the best sports highlights were on Sunday night. So you'd stay up and watch Sports Center with George Michael. And he would co- cover all the games. Like ESPN saw that. And they're like, let's do that. And maybe one was a, a bastardization of the other. Maybe the other was a bastardization of the other. Um, but Sports Center is moving more digital. Um, ESPN is launching Sports Center right now, which is a short burst Sports Center update. So it's going to run through the day on TV and online. They're starting to get it. They're starting to get that we can't just rely on cable. So they own that. They did great for 20, 30 years. And it's time for them to think, we need to be on social media. We need to be on a mobile app. We need to be two minutes in length because that's about all the time people have to pay attention to. So ESPN is attempting to adopt m- into major headwinds. It's lost more than 10, subs- 10 million subscribers now in four years. So trying to cover their butts. I like the way they're thinking. I like the way they're thinking. 800-516-1220 each calls on the air. Homebuilder sentiment bounced back. Um, Homebuilder sentiment rose two points in May to the second highest level since the recession. Sentiment now spends at a reading of 70. I think that's more, to me, that's road improvement sound effect. But you get the idea. Of the index's three components, sales expectations over the next six months saw the biggest gain. So the report shows that builders' optimism in the housing market solidifying, even as they deal with higher building material costs, massive shortage of labor in the United States, and um, labor costs. So a relatively strong March probably pulled forward some applications from April. So, and that kind of changed up the seasonal fall off that you typically get. But um, home builders are feeling pretty good. <clears throat> Ba-da-ba-ba-bop. McDonald's. They're cu- going artisanal on us. I know you're saying they can't go artisanal on us. They are. <clears throat> um, McDonald's is adding a pico guacamole, a sweet barbecue bacon, and a maple bacon Dijon. Uh, with buttermilk crispy chicken, 100% beef quarter pounder, artisanal chick- grilled chicken. So anyway, are you going to go to McDonald's for chicken? Anyway, here's a little hame from Saturday Night Live. You can find me online at Rob Black Show. Don't forget, i got a big event coming up this Saturday in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge. One for wealth creation in the afternoon, one for wealth preservation in the morning and income. Sign up at Rob Black Show using code RADIO25.
800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Money, investing, and more. There's a chart legend on Wall Street who you can see him all the time on CNBC. He's kind of one of their go-to faces. His name is Ralph Akampora. He's one of the godfathers of technical analysis. I'm not a big technical analysis guy because I think a lot of people do it totally wrong. And a lot of people teach you how to read a chart totally wrong. But he basically came out and said, there's been a lot of strength in the Dow Jones Industrial Average tied towards transportation. If the Dow components rise to a new high while the Dow transports stagnate, he's saying trouble could be ahead. So you get the Dow 30... And you strip out everything except for companies that transport things. And he says, that should scare you. So right now, Dow Transports are tracking pretty well with Dow Industrials. They got a little bit ahead where people had expectations in November, December, January, February, and March that Trump was going to have this big infrastructure spending plan and it was going to spark higher GDP. And if that happens, you you need a lot of planes, trains, and automobiles to carry stuff from point A to point B to consumption. And uh, transports have slowed down a lot, and it's now starting to diverge with the overall market. So he's saying we should have a little bit of a bear market, 15 to 20% correction. Is that an actionable commentary? I think you should always consult worker advisor for taking action on any stocks mentioned, but he, he, he's not a dumb man. Let's bring in Tony Mendez, talk a little Bay Area real estate. See what he has to say. He will be at the events coming up this weekend. Um, Tony will talk a little real estate and mortgages, uh, particularly at the second event tied towards retirement. Uh, There's two events. Uh, One is retirement income in the morning, and one is how to get your first million in the afternoon. You can sign up for the 9 to 11 event or the 1 to 3 event at Rob Black Show. It's Rob Black Show. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free if you are a radio listener. Let's bring in Tony Mendez. Joining me now, Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. Pressure sucks. Pressure causes people to have heart attacks. Pressure causes people to drink. There's a lot of pressure right now to own a home. And yet the home ownership rate is at record lows, and that may be a blessing in disguise. Too many people bought homes at a peak of the housing boom a decade ago. And that led to a foreclosure epidemic. Um, it turned out a lot of people couldn't afford those mortgages that they were signing. I just signed a mortgage, and it's pretty intimidating to sign your name on something that says you owe 500000 600000 $700,000. It puts pressure on you. I can't go live like a goat for a month because I need the paycheck. <laughs> Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. Good morning, Rob. When you're doing your BayAreaLoanSource.com work, do you see people with pressure? Do you see that whole process basically making them want to crack and scream? Uh, we do. Um, 
you know, and, and of course, that's been one of the hardest part of my jobs, adapting to, you know, the, a lot of the new rules and guidelines. It's put a lot of pressure on us to alleviate the pressure from the from the borrowers, and it's it, it is the most difficult part of our our job right now. Um, but there's no way of, of really avoiding it. Um, you know, it, and, and you are seeing some of the numbers fall. First time home buyers are dropping. Um, not big numbers. Last month it was 1% back. Uh, but sales overall are dropping. People are feeling dim- intimidated, not just by the process, but the price. They, they feel they may have, um, missed out already. The fear of missing out. And that's been a big uh, factor in a lot of people, especially social networking. And there was a Facebook study that said that somebody who has friends that have bought a house within the last six months or a year, I can't remember if it was a year, uh, feel pre- more pressured by 3% to buy a house as opposed to people who don't have friends that bought a house. So there's a, there is a lot of pressure in, into feeling like you're missing out on um, the opportunity to buy a house and, and the gains in, in equities. But uh, you know what? A lot of people are also seeing that it might not be the right time. Peaks are here. And I'll say this to that, that 15 years ago when I was starting off in television and radio, and keep in mind, uh, also managing money, I always knew that I always had the managing money. But also I knew that if I got a job, I interviewed for one national show. And the interview went pretty well. I got pretty deep into it. The agency said, we need you to scream. I said, I don't scream. I said, I'll go into someone's house and laugh at them for having $400 pair of shoes. I'll, I'll, I'll do all that, but I'm not going to scream at a woman. Why do you own $400 shoes? Are you stupid? But I'll say, you know, guys don't even look at your feet. Why do you own $400 shoes? Um, and guys that do look at your feet, those are the guys that you don't want. They're weirdos. Like, I approached it with that sense of sarcasm and humor, and they wanted me to scream. And I would have had to move to L.A. So that would have been financially destructive to buy a house in that period of time because I would have been more stressful. I would have had to move to L.A. And then I would have had to rent here, rent this place out or sell it. Selling it, when you buy, it's expensive. When you refinance, it's, there's costs. When you sell it, it there's costs. It's expensive. So um, I think the tip and the trick to buying the home that you're going to live in is are you going to be there seven years? And if you're going to be there seven years, buy. Well, that, that's a trend that has definitely changed. Uh, the old saying was the average lifespan of, or span somebody would live in their house or a family would live in their house is seven years. That's gone up considerably to 11 years, some, depending on who you ask, is 14 years. So people are living in their houses longer. Um, and, and what's nice about that, too, we, we look at our cycles. Our cycles average seven to eight, eight years. So if you can live throughout that cycle, for example, people who bought in 2005, 2006, who experienced a large drop in equity have already seen that come back. But if you were to have sold, you would have made it through. You would have you know, lost whatever you put into that house in many cases. So you have to kind of have that mindset when you buy that house. And that is a little bit of pressure. Hey, I have to live in this house before it actually makes sense for a period of time. So in your 20s, you were out of college and you may get your first job in Washington, D.C. A lot of people get their first job in Washington, D.C. And then they move to a different city later on. There's some cities that are starter job cities. And my advice to a 25-year-old kid, if I had a 25-year-old kid, I'd say buy a house if you're going to be there seven years. And yes, you can buy a starter house that you're going to be in for seven years. And yes, you can fall in love with a beautiful woman and make love on a dumpster. You can own just the nastiest, dirtiest condo. It could be roach infested. Make love, sweet love to the woman that you love. And then when you make a baby, you're buying a second house. So you turn the starter house and the equity that you got in that for seven years. 
and you go out and buy a house and you buy a single family house that you're going to be in for seven years. Yeah. Is, you're going to want better school districts. That's the way it should work. Uh, and in most of the United States, there are opportunities for that to happen. However, you look at a place like the Bay Area, there's not a lot of starter homes. Um, no. For starter incomes for that 25 year old, unless but, they're going right into a tech job, but and even still, yeah. the, but if they were in that condo in Stockton for seven years, that was grotesque and hideous, and you know they made love on a dumpster, um, ah. and after she has a baby, she's gonna be like, "You need to treat me like a queen. I gave you a baby, so you you have to get a better house." Um, so there's no shame in going from Stockton to Liverpool, Livermore, um, or Livermore to San Mateo. Um, and again, it won't always work based on incomes. It won't always work based on some places that are more expensive than others. But most of America has starter homes. Um, there's very few areas that have none. I could think of Washington, D.C. I could think of New York City. I could think of parts of the Bay Area. Yeah, I have a, a, a friend, a couple, um, uh, that just bought a condo in Washington, D.C. for $458,000, and it was 820 square feet. Yeah. Uh, but it's where they want it. Um, it was in DuPont Circle. Yeah. Which was right downtown where they where they work, and it makes sense for them. Uh, they would have had to gone if they didn't make enough money. They would have had to gone farther out and even further out, um, kind of like what we're experiencing here, where people are. You were just talking about how Petaluma is one of the largest growing cities in the United States. Yep. It's because people are pushing out farther where there's more affordable homes. And then I, those, like, I, I like Petaluma. I like I like Petaluma too. I don't like to drive if I had to work in San Francisco. Yeah, I think Petaluma's got lovely weather and lots of mountains and hills. Nice little river. Some pretty good food. So, people with most of their teeth. Anyway, that's Tony Mendez. You can find him at BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. And I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Got a big event coming up this Saturday. It's going to be in the Elks Lodge, which is easy to find in Palo Alto. Google Elks Lodge Palo Alto. Um, Two events, one tied towards creating wealth and one tied towards managing. The management is first from 9 to 11, talking about income and retirement. Then in the afternoon, it's going to be talking about creating your first million. Don't go to both events. Don't do it. Um, it's a waste of your time. They're very separate events, and they're meant to be. So you sign up for both, choose one or the other, and let us know which one you want to pull out of. But you can sign up for either or of it at Rob Black Show, robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. And use the code radio25 to get in absolutely free. Apple users are vulnerable to the WannaCry type attacks. There's a big cybersecurity threat called WannaCry. And they're going to try to hold your photos and hold some of your information against you and ask for money. Um, it's hitting right now, so please have malware protection on your computer. Uh, one of real estate's new normals right now is people staying put. Stay or go. Rising interest rates are encouraging homeowners to ultimately renovate their homes instead of moving to a bigger place. Uh, for a lot of last year, you know, we knew that we were probably hitting bottom interest rates and mortgage rates. And now people are more likely to stay where they are. So the housing crisis continues in the fact that there's not a lot of housing. Not a lot of bad loans out there, but not a lot of inventory either. So I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. I'm Rob Black. Whether you're 20 years old or 60, managing your money can get complicated. 
So set aside Saturday, May 20th, and get ready to learn some strategies that can help you build wealth, invest confidently, retire better, and pass on your estate while minimizing taxes. That's May 20th at the Palo Alto Elks Lodge. We have two seminars lined up. The morning event runs from 9 to 11 with a focus on retirement income and estate planning. If you're nearing retirement, this one's for you. We'll explain how to transition your portfolio from the accumulation phase to the income phase, which accounts to draw from first, how to protect your estate from long-term care costs, and much, much more. Our afternoon seminar is all about investing for your first million. From one to three, we'll cover the building blocks of a successful portfolio, from investing basics to 401ks, Roth IRAs, real estate, taxes, and investing tips. Two separate seminars, May 20th at the Palo Alto Elks Lodge. Sign up for either event at robblackshow.com, only $25. For KDO Day listeners, I waive the fee. Just use promo code RADIO25. That's robblackshow.com, promo code RADIO25. Just when love, when Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Lyft and Waymo have struck a deal on self-driving cars as the Uber rivalry heats up. Uh, between Lyft and Uber. I prefer the business model of Lyft. It just feels less aggressive, and that feels good to me. Lyft has, you know, the whole driverless car project. I think we kind of started thinking Google, and then we started thinking Apple. Waymo is out there, which is a division of Google, and it's ride-hailing market leader Uber had a relationship, and now that relationship has shifted over to Lyft. Uh, not a lot of details on it, but again, it just shows you, like, I think there's some good things coming to you and me. Driverless cars, I like the idea. I know we still have to learn a lot about it, and we still need to learn to drive, because I was on a mountain pass last weekend. That was the craziest thing I've ever seen. It was skinny. It was kind of one lane at times, and then the fog hit. Um, and when the fog hits, you're like, I don't know if I'm going to make it. Uh, I don't know if a car that's driverless, I feel comfortable knowing that one mistake and I go all the way down a cliff, that if I didn't have someone who loved me, maybe I'm not even reported missing for like years. I know no one in TV is going to miss me, so I kind of feel good with that. Listen to this, speaking of driverless cars, um, but I think I like the idea of driverless cars on highways and even if it's just a warning system, I like it. So, 69% of Americans are going to need long-term care someday. That's one of the statistics when you hear it. You're like, yeah, I probably won't need it. Um, I will. Um, I pulled a calf muscle probably about a month ago. And it totally got better. Totally got better. And then this weekend it flared up again. And... uh I could barely walk when I when I'm sedentary for a bit of time, and I kind of relax the muscle, and then I start using it again, the calf muscle. I could barely walk, and like whoa, 
So what do I do? Do I take months off from radio and TV um, and not move and just lay in a bed and let my body completely heal? Or do I cut back on the gym or the hot tub? What do I do? I don't think there's a right answer. So and that's a little bit concerning. So 69% of Americans are going to need some sort of long-term health care. What's that mean to you? Long-term care expenses are expensive. And for the average couple, it's going to be about $130,000 a year. No, $130,000 in cost. Some people are going to be way higher, like my mom's way higher, because she's already been in long-term care for two or three years. And the longer she stays in, the more money it costs. Um, it doesn't get cheaper. It gets more expensive. So... Um, they're not going to say, you know what, we found a, a robot that will take care of your mother for you. You don't have to pay nearly as much. Um, wish, but that's not the case. So workers are talking with recruiters. Recruiters are talking to workers. And American workers are on the move right now. Um, I think that's worthy of note. The unemployment rate is giving workers more leverage with their bosses. A large number are either job hopping or looking out for new opportunities. About 27% of employees switched jobs in the last 12 months. Um, three years ago, about 23% of workers had left jobs, so more people are doing it. I think the best thing you could do is ask for an offer. Figure out what you want and consider asking for it. Um, be honest. So... 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Snap has hired one of Facebook's machine learning stars. Snap gets kind of some flack because they kind of whine that Facebook is copying their features, like the stories and the how's your day going. It's a feature that's easily copied, in my opinion. $1 billion art week. It could mark a recovery in the art market. The world is creating more and more millionaires and more and more billionaires. And because of that, artists like Jean-Michel Besquier, um, they're getting more more business um, to their estates. Sotheby's, Christie's, Christie's, and Phillips have about an estimated $1.3 billion worth of artwork going on the block this week. It's arguably the most important week of the year for big auction houses. And it comes at a critical time where a lot of people are predicting sort of the death of um, big art. But I'm seeing more and more people becoming rich. And one of the things you do when you're rich, you kind of learn how to flaunt it. So one of the biggest bulls on Tesla, a bull is someone who thinks the stock market's going to go higher. Morgan Stanley analyst Adam Jones believes Tesla's at risk. And he's been one of the biggest bulls. He thinks Apple, Amazon, and Alphabet over the long term are going to put some some muscle on Tesla. Um, he says the bull case on Tesla is that it can become the next Amazon or Apple. We see such firms as competitors, ultimately. We question whether the risk of going head-to-head with these tech giants is discounted into the price of the stock at this point in time. ESPN, they had a big sit-down with their head honcho, and the big head honcho said... We're going to create a lot of content, two-minute content, and it's clearly for Facebook or Snap or other uh, outlets such as that. Um, ESPN needs money, and they need advertisers and they need eyeballs. So they don't need money, but 
the advertising the eyeballs for sure. So McDonald's is going artisanal with three new sandwiches. Uh, pico guacamole, sweet barbecue bacon, and maple bacon Dijon. I don't know if I will ever trust guacamole for McDonald's. And I grew up with McDonald's cheap food, not tasty food. But companies like Wendy's have appealed to millennials with sourdough bread and pretzel bread, things like that. I get it. Uh, big event coming up this weekend. Sign up in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge. Free code to get in is Radio 25. That's Radio 25. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.